What defines career happiness or career satisfaction? What are the components that go into being happy with your career? Learn the answers to these questions and many more on this episode of the Talk To Me Doc podcast. Welcome to the Talk To Me Doc podcast, where it's all about serving the early career physician. Let's talk about the unique issues that face us so we can create a better future for ourselves and those to come. And now your host, Dr. Andrew Tisser. Hey everybody, it's Andrew, and welcome back to the Talk To Me Doc podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to season three. In season three, we are going to continue to bring you the best guests from all around healthcare and beyond, but we're also going to include a whole bunch of new episodes called Career Strategy Sessions by me. In these sessions, I will be talking to you about a lot of different aspects that go into careers, career development, transition, non-clinical careers, career happiness, career restructuring, LinkedIn, CVs, negotiating, and everything in between. I hope you find them valuable. Today, we're going to include one of those sessions on career happiness. So let's get right into it. In this section, we will, discussing what, we will be discussing what career satisfaction slash happiness actually means. We talk about it all the time, whether or not you're dissatisfied in your career, whether or not you're happy, whether or not you you get fulfillment from your career, but what is career happiness and how is that defined? I will be discussing a different portion of what makes up a truly fulfilling and happy and satisfied career. The first one is having a career that is aligned with your values and belief system. Now, I'm not getting all hokey on you here, but knowing what your core values are and doing work that uses your core values and is not disparate against your core values is vital to being happy in your career. So what do I mean? For example, you're really unhappy as a physician and you decide that, uh, well, I hear a lot of people go work for the insurance uh, company, right? So I'm going to go get a job with the insurance company. It's, you know, nine to five, no weekends. It'd be great. And then you get a job with the insurance company and realize that perhaps one of your core values is not aligned with that job because you hate denying claims or whatever it is you're doing, right? You're not going to be happy in that career either. So it's important to take the time before you begin looking for a new job or a new career, that is a new industry or something to that matter, uh, to, to understand what your values are and knowing who you are as a person and what your beliefs are. Because before you know what your values are, then you can't really know how you're going to be happy in a career. Perhaps it's time home with family. Perhaps it's work independence. Um, perhaps you value honesty and integrity. Perhaps Whatever it may be, you need to decide what your values are. And values are not fixed or stagnant. They evolve as we, as we get older and as we change in our lives. Uh, but it is important to get, get in touch with your value system, who you are as a person, what makes you you, and then you can design a career that makes you truly happy talk about the second part of career happiness and career satisfaction, and that is doing work that fires you up, doing work that enthralls you. So many times when I talk to physicians and pharmacists and dentists, etc., they come to a point where they just don't enjoy the work anymore. Now, we're not talking about all the extraneous factors like 
constraints on time, paperwork, insurance issues. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the actual medicine at this point. And some people that I work with find that they love the medicine, but it's all the other stuff they hate. And then we can rearrange some of their career to help to help offset some of that. And some of people just find the medicine extremely boring. You know, after a while, even myself as an emergency physician, uh, emergencies become somewhat rote, right? So you want to do work that fires you up. You want to be able to get to work every day and be a, and be excited to do the work. Now, I'm not saying that every day is going to be a good day. Some days you're going to sit in the parking lot and go, oh my God, I got a meeting with Bill and this and that or whatever, whatever your job is and whatever you do. Uh, but the second part of career satisfaction, career happiness, I, I agree, Marlo, is uh, doing work that lights you up, right? So if you're in a job uh, that you hate because you actually hate the job itself and not all the other stuff, the other stuff is a conversation for another day. But if you actually hate the job itself, wh whatever it may be, then it's time to make a change, right? It's time to make a change. So supportive coworkers and an environment as well as deal breakers and ideals. So one of the things that leads to career happiness is being in a supportive environment, whether that's with your coworkers and or your boss. If you don't feel supported by your coworkers and or your boss, then perhaps that leads to career dissatisfaction. Now, for some people that might not be important at all, really, right? It depends on what matters to you. But for many people, if they don't feel supported, if they don't feel like they can go to their leader with an issue, uh, that leads to a lot of dissatisfaction. And the other thing I want to talk about is deal breakers. Oftentimes when I'm working with clients, we do an exercise to decide what our deal breakers are and what our ideals are and put them in a document. That way, when you get a job offer, a new job offer, sometimes when we start looking to make a change, we'll get a job offer right away. Oh, wow, I'm really excited. I'm going to take this job. But then when you look at your list of deal breakers, perhaps the commute is an hour and a half, right? Perhaps it's a salary deal breaker. Uh, perhaps the actual content of the job is a deal breaker, right? So you got to separate deal breakers from ideals. And now you're not going to get your ideal in every in every aspect of what you're looking for. Maybe you are. That's amazing. Most people don't. But you got to make sure that you're not dealing with a deal breaker, right? If one of your core values is family, but you're required to do overtime all the time, you're required to stay late after, you're required to work weekends and nights, then perhaps that is a deal breaker, right? Um, so you have to, you got to think about what is your ideal and what is your deal breaker, right? Because if you don't know what your deal breakers are, then you might just leave one position that you're dissatisfied with into another one that you're just as upset about, right? And that doesn't help anybody. Like that's the kind of the worst case scenario because you've done all this work, you've changed your job and now you're just as unhappy, right? So the other aspect today that we're talking about as far as what leads to career happiness and fulfillment is supportive boss and or coworkers as well as not having any deal breakers, right? Deal breakers and ideals, so think about it, okay? The next aspect is? Is helping others, helping people, right? A lot of us go into medicine or our, one of our other healthcare careers because we want to help people, right? That's like that canned response, I wanna help people. What does that mean, right? Now, you can say that, sure, as a physician, you are helping people, right? But there are plenty of people who don't feel like they're helping anyone in their day-to-day -day job. Now, as part of a job in general or a career, we want to be able to say that we are helping people. And there are many ways to help people that aren't necessarily clinical patient care. For example, 
if you took a position as an administrative role, many, many feel, I do especially, that you can affect many more patients as well as your team by making effective change. Alternatively, if you take a job with the insurance agency, perhaps you are helping more patients um, by being on the good side, right? I know people think of insurance as far as denials too, but there are plenty of physicians that work for insurance companies that do a lot of good and practice cost-effective care, right? So you want to be able to say that you are helping people. While it doesn't necessarily have to be patients, right? It could be many, many ways to help people. But part of being fulfilled or happy in your career is that you are actually helping people. Um, and just keep that in mind when looking for a new position and whether or not you feel now, it doesn't have to be that I will feel that I'm helping people in this position, so should you. It may be that whatever the position is, you feel that you are helping people. And that's what matters because each career is so individualized, right? And Bob off the street may feel that he's not helping people, whereas you may feel that you are helping a great deal of people in your position. And that's what's important. So remember, helping people is part of career satisfaction. I hope you enjoyed this series on what is career satisfaction and happiness. If you missed any of them, please go back and take a listen because it, it really is cumulative over time. The last thing I wanted to talk about is there is one last piece to career satisfaction and happiness that is very important. And that is doing work that is based on your strengths. And I left this one out because I'll be devoting an entire podcast episode to this very topic. So stay tuned for that one. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and learned more about what career happiness or career satisfaction really means. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts and share it with at least three of your friends and colleagues. It really helps get the word out there. The other thing I'd like you to do after listening is visit my website at andrewtisserdo.com where you can find trusted partners, resources, a free video series, and coming soon, a free guide on marketable skills for physicians. Thank you again for listening. And as always, keep talking. All opinions expressed by the guest in this episode are solely the guest's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Andrew Tissardio, TalkToMe.LC, or any affiliates thereof. The guest's opinions are based upon information he or she considers reliable, but Andrew Tissardio, TalkToMe.LC, nor any affiliates thereof warrant its completeness or accuracy. The guest, Andrew Tissardio, TalkToMe.LC, or any affiliates thereof are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided in this episode. The guest statements and opinions are subject to change without notice.